0: must be stipulated that English is not the official language of the USA, unfortunately, but is the de facto national language, which was and is used to build the country as we know it. However, English has acquired official status in 32 of the 50 states according to CIA. Gov. The lack of English communication skills in America by a segment of society has reached a tipping point, and is no longer just a pet peeve, but rather a growing hindrance to the successful development of society. While the definitions of Latino and Hispanic aren't uniform. It can be stated with certainty that Spanish-speaking people from Latin America are the culprit, and that's the definition of Hispanic used here. We can take an extra step and state that indigenous peoples and mestizos are at the core of the problem. If one is still wondering, feelings here give way to facts. Let's also stipulate that the term indigenous peoples is used here for the sake of simplicity because humans were always on the move. For example, Europeans were in North America before all the Native American tribes, as pointed out and if only Native Americans had the aptitude there's a silly argument in support of dual language based on the fact that Spanish is widely spoken in America. In addition, they're quick to point out that plenty of places in America have Spanish names, an extraneous attempt to lay some sort of claim to fame. But on that topic, it's imperative to clarify that Spanish colonizers, Spaniards from Spain, not Hispanics or Latinos, were responsible for baptizing the locales, and that the Spanish language was a unifying gift that lives on to this day. To illustrate, Mexico still recognizes 68 indigenous languages and people love to extol the pretentious and misplaced cultural richness and linguistic value of such diversity, although the concept is akin to having 68 different systems of measurement for auto parts where nothing fits. In addition, there are over 200 indigenous languages throughout the Americas, and Western civilization reduced the lot to a practical five, English, Spanish, Portuguese, French, and Dutch. Talk about efficiency. Whether it was forced or voluntary, the indigenous peoples of the Americas learned Spanish out of pure necessity, not love for the colonizers. Yet in modern America we're going out of our way to accommodate their lack of communication skills, a regressive process largely embraced by progressives. Let that sink in. In case one is wondering, here's the trigger for the subject. As part of a project, I've stayed at several Motel 6 properties across the country, and a recent trip took me to Newberry Park, California. The problem arose when I was unable to communicate with the housekeeping staff because they only spoke Spanish. The lady had the audacity of looking me in the eye and saying no English, and then I had to check that I was verifiably 200 miles north of the US-Mexico border. I was subsequently informed by the Caucasian English-speaking head housekeeper that English-speaking people are not to be found among her staff, and it was not their responsibility to learn English. Better yet, it was incumbent upon me, the customer, to work around it, although she eventually acknowledged that it was not my responsibility either. Next time I will ensure that I will pack a live translator so I can communicate in English. In a country where nearly 80% of the population speaks English exclusively. The overall point conveyed was that English is not important in America, although everyone at the motel's front office was fluent in that pesky Anglo dialect because they needed to collect the fees. Certainly the argument will be that these people do the jobs that Americans refuse to do, and that's where I will gladly pop your bubble and be the disruptor. I stayed at a Motel 6 on West Broadway Street in Idaho Falls, Idaho, and the entire staff spoke English and was comprised of Caucasian women and men, yes, men, because they need the job, and one black lady. So much for relying on Hispanic immigrants to fill job vacancies. I've patronized a multitude of hotels throughout America where, for example, the housekeeping staff was Indian and Arab, among other nationalities, and not once did they expect me to speak Hindi or Arabic. Brazilians never walked up to me in America and started speaking Portuguese, and most foreigners that I have ever encountered have tried their best to communicate in English, and never displayed a sense of entitlement that their native language must rule the day. The truth is that I could have managed to accommodate the housekeeper's linguistic shortcomings, multilingual here, but chose to make a point instead, because I believe that the turning point is upon us, driven by a much broader silent majority wave that is unrelated to politics setting English as the official language in America would drive the final nail on the fact that the country is a product of colonization by Western civilization and selective immigration, not the erroneous broad claim that borders must be open because it's a land of unchecked immigrants. It's irrelevant whether it's lack of intellect or laziness, and let's state the problem in broader, clearer terms, continually accommodating incompatible cultures will drag Western civilization down to the same level of the societies that these people left behind. While they claim that they want the American dream, they still avoid and resist assimilation, and then go a step further and try to impose their will upon the society that flourished without their contribution. One last point, the U.S. Declaration of Independence and Constitution were written in English, not my native language. Dash.